Oh, we're doing that, are we? I hit the wrong button. Yeah. If I was going to tell the truth, but I ain't mad at the you drop. You hit the though. wrong button. Yeah, the, the drop was like, here we go, here we go. Here we go. Uh. Yeah. That's good. Hey, y'all, welcome to the Midweek Fix. Yes, it's good to be with you at our new time, as you know, is now 7 p.m. Oh. Pacific time on Wednesday nights. So, so thank right you after for- everybody's going to sleep on the East Coast. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. They're just getting to their news over there. They just put the kids down. No, they've already seen Tucker. Have they? Yeah, that- that's over. So you Eight watch o'clock. Tucker and you just turn off. You don't turn on cross politics. <laughs> Pastor Toby, Chalk Knox, I'm the water boy. I got more faith that you're listening to us than Toby Knox does right now. Okay, They might listen to us tomorrow. And, and this is Pastor CEO uh, David Reese joining us in the studio. Um, our, our new corporate partner that we've been talking well, about. Well, praise last, uh, God. Uh, man, uh, come uh, on amen. now. And well, this, you, is, this is, a, you guys remember this? I always bring this out every Advent. You know, Merry Christmas. Hey, Neil, how come you ain't got rid of this one yet? <laughs> this is... This is because Neil has no control over what I do right here. Tell me about it. Hey, it, it's Advent. Yeah. Merry Christmas. I haven't um, put on my Christmas outfit yet. That's coming though. That's yeah, coming. We're, we're not sorry. Thanks for delaying it for my. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Appreciate it. Hey Neil, it's over there. Burn it. <laughs> you know where it's at. I know, you know where it's at. And because it's Christmas, we're running that Christmas club membership special. Oh yeah. And and you guys, you remember we kind of talked about our mug problem. Yeah, we had it's a mug fixed. Problem. This these it are so fixed. nice. Bro, bro. These these oh, are beautiful. Cheers. Hey and and, and, and we are christening these brand new camping mugs Thanks. with some Daniel Spratt Balvini. Yes, yes. Lord, may his tribe increase. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. So if you guys support us, we really appreciate your support. But if you sign up Ooh, to be a so silver cool. annual club member or above, you get this whole kind of man box package. There's a bunch of stuff in it, including cigars. Fight, laugh, feast cigars. Yeah. I think we're awesome. the Christian first Christian show to, to release a, don't, a cigar don't label. Don't say that. Just, just I love be happy that. that we got one. I love that. Just Hat, happy. t-shirt, I drink Fresca and punch tyrants, and I'm all... Out of Fresca. That's go. a great Merry Christmas. And you know, I that's th- a great one. Isn't it true that some people are going to get two different of these because uh, we first have, couple, first couple. So we're going to be shipping. So out. we're going to. So, gonna, so if you hurry up, you might get two. You might get two, but yeah. one like this and then one that's kind of, you know, it's like the different. It's like the you remember in baseball cards when you had baseball cards and you get at like an error in your baseball card. Yeah, yeah. You remember that? No, those that, are usually that's worth what, a lot more money. I know. That's so, so one of the. Sell that messed up mug on eBay. <laughs> it's going to be worth a lot of money. Yeah. All right. So as, as you guys know, um, Armor 500, uh, Armor Republic, do excuse they know? me, AR 500 Armor is a corporate sponsor. And and um, David flew, flew up here um, to be on the show today. And he also brought us a little, I don't know if it's a little gift. It's it's a big gift. It's apparently it's Ooh. a big gift. So we so we're gonna unbox. I'm gonna have to unbutton my jacket. It's so not, it's not a Christmas gift. I'm a Puritan, so you just you have to. Okay. Oh, okay. It's an Advent gift. So yeah. but here's I see the, what you're saying. Can, can you I, do that? Do you do Advent? No. I'm okay. Sorry. There we go. So, so why don't you do Christmas? What's, what's, All right. So the Lord's Day is the holy day unto the Lord. So we don't do extra extra days. Got that. Uh, so it's a conviction about feast of Purim days that are that are that are appointed by God. Okay. So what about birthdays? We do, we good with birthdays? I, no problem with birthdays. Okay. It's not a religious How about day. Jesus' birthday? That's that's, that's, that's nice. See where I'm it's going. It's interesting. Is that an act that you're doing to help to give religious honor to the Lord Jesus Christ? Is that a was that appointed by him? As an act that he wants for his honor? So you're saying that if we do something that is an act for Jesus for his honor outside of something that's prescribed, then you shouldn't do it. That's right. Okay. Regulated principle of worship. Ah, uh, but so wouldn't that apply to, is that only inside of church? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 
Forget the question. Let's go move to the armor. Oh my goodness. Oh, you gotta be. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'll hand you this one then. Oh, okay. oh my goodness. Oh, these are loaded. Oh my goodness. Pun intended. Oh All right. my goodness. So tell me what we what do we get here? Oh, okay. What, what are these? Yeah. All right. Wow. So, Toby, what you're holding there is the Veritas, Latin for truth. Yep. So you've got this uh, laser cut cummerbund system. So you've got everything loaded up there. Get up in that mic there. Oh, sorry. So that's that's the Veritas, and it's it's you got the laser cut cummerbund system. You got the whole load up there. Mm-hmm. And you got armor preloaded, I believe, as well. Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, wait. it's it's preloaded. Oh, it's there's it something heavy in there. Okay. Yeah. This. So that right there, what you got, Knox? Okay. Whoa. Um, you have uh, you have the Invictus, which means the unconquered. Whoa. Um, I like that. Unconquered? Unconquered. Yeah, yeah. My people like that. <laughs> they like that. They're unconquered. You don't like to be colonized. No, no, that's right. All right. So <laughs> so so for, for uh, the Veritas, that's got kind of like the classic look in terms of the, the main body. Uh, but the, the Invictus has the one that Knox is holding. That one is kind of... Uh, it's designed to be sleek, right? So if you're going through doors or you're, you know, whether you're jumping out of a plane or going into a door because you got to get something in there, that's the, uh, that's the model. It's sleek. And then the wow. testudo, which is Latin for turtle, that's, you know, the old Roman formation where you have the, yeah. the shields and they got, you know, the line that's able to be protected by the shields yeah. forming yeah. a wall in every direction. So you yeah. stop projectiles. So the testudo, that's our, that's our best seller. But that one is designed for if you're, if you're walking around for a while, you want to be able to do stuff and you're going to have to carry a full kit. It's got padding and it's going to make it so that you can, can can go for a while. So so same with the Veritas. Those mm-hmm. both are the padding, and that one, the Invictus, is more for you're trying to do something quickly, uh, and you don't want to get caught oh. on things. Uh, okay, so um, which one's better? Well, that one's better if you're kicking indoors. You kicking indoors, Knox? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I could be. <laughs> okay, I see. What we, I might. I might be interested. So, what do we? What does it stop? What are we stopping? What's the stopping power here? So, I, so forgive me. I got to see what you got in there. So okay. that's the problem. Do you so. want? You want? Here, let's just hand this over. Let's start with me. Me first. Okay. Show us how to break it down. Okay. So, let's see. I'm gonna. I'm, I can break it down. I'm worried about breaking a mic. So oh, don't worry about oh, that. Man, we'll we'll replace right. the mic. We got, yeah. All right. This might be one of my favorite shows already. I just oh want y'all to know that. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, All right. So you guys, you guys build your own plates. Yeah. You actually make your own body armor plates. Right. So we make the plates, and we also make the. Uh, the textile gear. So I'm worried about again. You're fine. Hey, You're man, fine. We we got if, more if you, mics. If you break a mic, it's okay. It's okay. You bought body armor. We'd be all right. <laughs> all right. So what you got here? Is Whoa. A ceramic plate. So this is a level four ceramic plate. They're tight in there. I'm not gonna pull that one out. It would make life more difficult for you down the road. Okay. Kind of ceramic plate. So this is level four. So it's gonna stop an armor piercing round from a uh, 30-06. So if someone has an M1 Grand and they're mad at you. <laughs> we'll stop it. Even an armor piercing round. Have you seen the show? <laughs> <laughs> they coming after so, us. So wow. Yeah, the weight there, you can feel that. So the level four is a little bit heavier, um, okay. but that's uh, that's what you got there. And then, um, won't you hand me that back? Hand, hand, hand me that right there. So <laughs> yeah, reach around and wrench it, it off. Oh. Come on. Okay. All right. Here, there we go. Man, all this Velcro. Uh, yeah, we we might have to put this on. Okay. So what? Actually, just go back to scratch. You have plates that are thinner that would, let's say, maybe stop a nine mil all the way up to plates that stop a right. So an armor piercing thirty out six. So tank. So here, so here's what you go. So you got for okay. body armor, you have like four major categories. Okay, so you have like textile armor essentially. So mm-hmm. you're looking at like uh, Kevlar, the things that you're used to thinking about, the soft yeah. armor, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So that stuff mostly for stopping pistol rounds. Mm-hmm. Then 
you're looking at steel and steel is good for rifle rounds. It's extremely durable. Mm -hmm. um, it can take multiple shots. It's going to weigh somewhere between like six and eight pounds for you're wearing it. Those ceramic yeah. plates are like eight pounds. So everybody always thinks steel is really heavy. Well, those are ceramic. Ceramic and steel are both relatively heavy. Yeah. 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 They're really good for rifle rounds. And then you got yeah. another one called polyethylene. Okay. And th those things are basically the material that milk jugs are made out of, but you push them together, you heat them up, yeah. they turn into a diamond. Really? Wow. Well, no, not quite, but, but. But they're pretty hard. Wait, wait. I've been wasting all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they, they turn really hard. Right. And so it's, would they be better than uh, steel? So here's the thing. They all have trade-offs, right? And that's the thing about tactical stuff. You've always got to go better <laughs> for. He's putting it on. Better, <laughs> better for what? Yeah. Right. And so, that, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're trying to, if you're trekking around for a while, uh, then you need something that's got padding. If you're going into some place where you need to be able to not get caught on things, uh -huh. you need something that doesn't, right? And so with the armor, it depends on the threat you're trying to stop. So polyethylene, the problem with it is the primary American infantryman round, okay. which is kind of commonly known as the green tip, that thing will go right through polyethylene. Okay. So it's okay. good stopping rifle rounds, except for that one. And so the thing is, you have different ones for different purposes okay mm. okay so but it's light the thing about polyethylene that thing's like 3.3 pounds wow so yeah but it's gonna be more expensive yeah. this I, is a level three it says <laughs> that one so i don't know what yours has in it uh this is level three well he's a level three plus a pastor so i'd have to so he's got like <laughs> I, the, the, i'll stand in front got, of you pastor <laughs> i got you dog we so, good so, so the one that Knox had was a level four. I don't know what's in that one, so I'm sorry. He's saying Terrible. it's level three. He looked okay, at it. It's great. Just said level, level three. Okay, great. So if, if it's level three, uh, how thick is it? Is it like a quarter of an inch or an inch? Which one? It's, it, this is probably a quarter inch. Okay, so you probably have steel. Um, and so the steel is uh, what you got in there. Yeah, that's steel. That's steel. the steel? Yeah, that's steel. I got the steel. Well, still nice. It's, I mean, it's heavy. Okay. So, but, go ahead. No, no, that, that's... So this thing about the steel, the steel is, again, you're going to be able to have multiple rounds. It looks like it's buildup. So the buildup, you're going to capture fragmentation. We've got a nice slow-mo uh, image where we have a really, you know, tons of frames per second, you know, camera yep. yeah, yeah. taking uh -huh. images, taking, taking shots. And you can see the round hits that, that buildup coating. We call it frag lock. It hits. It just gets absorbed. It's like, you know, bloop. It just it just disappears, right? So the fragmentation is not a problem on that. So people talk about steel having a, a fragmentation problem sometimes. The reality is, anytime you stop a bullet, that thing's something's happening to it. It's getting caught inside of the armor. Uh -huh. Is it is that thing shattering? And if something that you're hitting is really hard, guess what's happening? It's shattering, right? Uh -huh. So yeah. ceramic and steel, the round shatters. But the solution that we've got on steel body armor is that frag lock coating. It just captures it. Wow. It just absorbs it. Now uh, the thing about polyethylene is it will just capture it as well. Uh -huh. uh, but again, if it's a green tip, it, so it, it'll pierce so, it. So, so okay. So I'll let you get with this one, but I got a question after you finish. So, what's in Gabe? I guess you don't know Gabe. What's in yours? This is mine. This I open up. Right. You know I mean, oh, you want to you want to see the, the what's okay. in there? Okay. All right. Hey, hey Dave, right. would you take the bur that that whiskey from him because he's not <laughs> processing them the speed I need him to. <laughs> <laughs> this is light. Okay, you got you got the polyethylene level threes in here. So okay. this one, this one, I got a level four. This one, you, you fall into the ocean, you're not going to die. The rest uh -huh. of you, sorry, you're dead. So oh, wait, 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 hold on. Explain so, this. Feel, feel <laughs> the heaviness. Feel the heaviness of that. Or oh wow, yeah, yeah. what can yeah. it stop anything? Though? Yeah, so that, that'll stop most rifle rounds. We test it with thirty. Uh, we test it with three oh eight. Okay. So so you look at a, uh, a standard three oh eight round. Oh wow, it, that's what it's being tested on. We wow. shoot it six times. 
Wow. Okay. Wow. So it's it's good for that. It's just so, that green tip. So that right, pierces. Right. So at, at seven, are you kind of like, well, good luck? <laughs> well, most of the time it'll go longer than that, right? Yeah, yeah. We, body armor, we tend to overbuild because we go well. Better to err on a little it's bit too serious. much. <laughs> a little bit too little. Yeah. Let's try to be alive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a story about uh, you know John Rockefeller, right? And he's 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 walking through one of his plants, and there's some guy, and he's like putting glue on on a barrel to try to figure out how to close it. And he says, "How many how many how many drops do you have to use?" And the guy says, "Well, you know, seven. He's like, "See if you can do it with six. And he, he like puts this in his autobiography. And at the end, he's like, "This has probably been used millions of times, and it saved us hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of years by figuring out how we could do this with six. We we just keep it at seven. We, yeah. we, we, when you're making body armor, you just keep it at seven. So, so, hey, go ahead and scoot in just a little bit with me. Sure. So, yep. so yep. tell me something. So, what kind of setup would one need between the three of these? I don't know. Say in a place like uh, Kenosha, uh, <laughs> situation like that. Which one of these do you do you kind of need to have? I guess that goes to my second question, which is it, it rhymes with Kenosha. What does that? Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What then does the average home kind of need, or do they need? Yeah, so you think about body armor, and the question is, you know, so what, what is body armor about? Okay, well, frankly, body armor is principally a tool of liberty, right? It's, it's a tool that allows you to resist tyranny. And it just is. And so you think about firearms. What are the principal reasons people own firearms? They want to defend themselves against criminals. Mm-hmm. They want to be able to be uh, able to protect their countries against foreign invasion. They want to be able to resist tyranny. From their own government. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the Second Amendment, a Second Amendment is all about. Mm-hmm. Body armor is not the primary tool, right? If you have a choice between do I get a firearm or do I get body armor, buy a firearm. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Once you have a firearm, what's the next tool? Body armor. Right. Because mm-hmm. right? you want to be able to win and you want to also be able to survive. Now, if you win and you protect your, your family, great. If you're dead, well, better than if you had lost, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you hadn't been able to protect your family. But what if you could live? Right. Would yeah. that be preferable? How about both and? Right. Let's not have a false <laughs> dichotomy here. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. So there, you, can, you can have a setup where you can protect yourself against criminals. You can, you can have it ready. You think about how quickly you, you, you know, if you have kids, you, you've put a firearm in, in a lockbox, right? You, yeah. you do something so it's not going to be easily accessible. You put it up high or whatever. It takes you a second to access. The same thing, assuming you're getting woken up in the middle of the night and you don't have it on your hip in the middle of the night. Knox, do you? Yeah, well. Okay. All right. All right. Well, well, I prefer not to divulge any information right. for the safety of my household. He, he's got a gun in his underwear. He's got like that underwear that also tucks I'm, in I'm, a gun. It's you none know. of your business, but there. None of your business. All right. So with the gunderpants, then you have the body armor, and you can have it Gunder set up e- easily, right? You can put it on a chair. You can put it up in your closet. You just, you just leave it open on the side, right? And then you've got one side open, and you're able to just throw it on real quick. So, Like I just did. Right, so you, you can imagine it's set up and you're standing up, or it's going to be a lot easier to put yeah, it on. Yeah. You, you can put it on in a few seconds. So yeah. it's just it's not a real big problem. So if you're going, there's a noise, i got to go figure something out, grab your gun, and you can even you know have it, have you this, this setup kind of higher up where you can have your gun in it, so you can just throw it on and you've got your gun and that, right? Well, and, and, and just so, to pause you right there, so I, I was, the case is happening right now, uh, I think it's already happened. Um, what was the lady who shot um, Botham Jean, the police officer? She yeah. had a use for her body armor that I hadn't thought about before, which was like a shield. Mm-hmm. She, you know, I just saw one. I think mine has the handle on the back of it. So let's say that you wake up in the middle of the night with this one. I just grab the handle on the back of it. I can't get it on fast enough and use it as a way to keep be in front of me like a shield as well. And I hadn't thought about that for as a way to use body armor. Oh, absolutely. And it, it's one of the things about and we have uh, 
backpacks that have body armor in them, right? And so you can just you can use that as a in the box. Too. In the box. No, no, I don't <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, no. okay, okay. So <laughs> it's it's public school edition. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. No. All right. Any say. Go Sorry. ahead, Dave. <laughs> so so you think about this. Body armor is a tool of liberty, and and the reality is, you know, why do you own a black rifle? Like you, you do because you're thinking this is the tool I need to theoretically resist tyranny, and mm-hmm. and body armor is that tool too. So the we need to govern ourselves well. We need to get our households in order. And then to protect those things, and we also need to, frankly, be good churchmen, right? We need to be a part of seeing reformation in our churches. And when we are concerned about self-government, household government, and church government, we then think about how do we help to make sure that our state is in order, right? The, the civil sphere. Right. And a part of that is being ready to deal with problems and disasters and to be able to support mm-hmm. uh, proper ordered liberty. And when we don't have a concern for ordered liberty, what happens is we go, I need the police state and the nanny state to keep ordered liberty for me. I don't want any responsibility. This is about responsibility. If Mm. you own a sidearm, it's so you can defend yourself on a regular basis while you're walking around. If you own a rifle, it's because you think I need to be responsible to be ready to resist tyranny. And Mm. body armor is about that too. And so you know, if you don't have the ability to defend yourself and to defend your household and to be able to resist aggression, against you and your house, then what are you doing to be a patriarch, right? Like, like how are you actually ready to lead and protect your mm-hmm. family? And so these are the basic tools of liberty. I think we just got kicked off of YouTube again. Yeah. <laughs> and, and for this, I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So I've, I've been kind of on a progression this last year and a half. You know, we, we had this whole COVID thing happen and it kind of woke me up to really how desperate our nation is. I thought maybe some of our, uh, I, you know, I thought Idaho was better than this kind of thing. I thought you know, our governor was better than this, that kind of thing. And, and then, um, through all, I mean, I remember, uh, the night, uh, the week I got arrested, I mean, I had threats. I had people cussing at me when I was driving around and I remember thinking like, I need body armor. I already had the gun. I had the shotgun. I had the, uh, you know, I had everything. And I was uh, like, that was the first time in my life where I ever thought I needed body armor because of just some of the weirdness that happened after the, after the arrest. And then, um, I have a Glock nine, 17 uh we bring that uh, you lost inside of a very poor boating accident i'm sorry to hear that anyway continue all right no i didn't lose it you were trying to help me <laughs> i get it um and uh and then chan we brought on works and and chan started teaching me about like flashlights and guns and kind of the importance of having a flashlight with your gun you know at night during the day you know just the various reasons and purposes for it that was really helpful um, and, and, um, so I've kind of gone on this progression of like adding more things in my repertoire and yeah, now, yeah. now you're bringing armor into my life. You're right. You're welcome. I, I'm <laughs> waiting. <laughs> I feel like a tank is coming somewhere. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. You know, when you were talking about resistant tyranny, David, one of the things that I thought about was pr- president, uh, uncle daddy, Joe Biden's comment about what are you going to do? We have planes, we have, mm-hmm. you know, we got tanks, we got tanks, you know, your little guns aren't going to do anything. How do you hear com- comments like that in your line of work and what you understand about resistant tyranny? How does owning a long rifle actually help you with that? So, first of all, think about the recent history of the United States of America and its military. Uh, what are the conflicts that we have had difficulty with? Have we had problems with other people and their planes and the designs? Have we had problems with their tanks? What have we had problems with? We've had problems with a local determined forces, yeah. local body of people that are unwilling to submit to occupation. Mm. And so the tools there uh, make it so that you can survive uh, if there's that. Now, the idea that 
anybody should have a firearm. Anybody should have body armor. You think about what happened in Switzerland. Switzerland did not get invaded in World War II. Part of it's the, the banking system and part of it's the need for certain things that the Nazis wanted to stay away. But part of it is the fact that every head of household had to be armed and be ready to form up as a militia. Had to be. Had, had to, to be. be. It was an obligation under mm-hmm. law. You have, you have families where basically over the fireplace you have, you know, here's the halberdier, you know, that, that axe spear, mm-hmm. right? Here's the musket. Here's the next musket. Here's a rifled musket. Here's a rifle. Here, it's bolt action. Here's a semi-automatic rifle. And here's the modern, you know, uh, black rifle, right? And so you look at that and you say, this is, this is that tradition of the head of house passing mm-hmm. down from generation to generation. Their obligatory mm-hmm. firearm or obligatory weapon to be ready to rally. Mm. So mm. the other thing is, I, I'm not advocating some sort of like anarchy or something no. like that. I'm saying ordered liberty. So you know, if all of a sudden there's a disaster and your sheriff is calling up people, volunteers, asking to be able to deputize people, you know, who are the men that are actually able to stand up and answer the call of duty? You know, if, if, if your governor seeks to call out the militia to deal with something, uh, to deal with insurrection or riot or some sort of tyrannical thing or foreign invasion or whatever, who are the people that are actually able to answer that call? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have any equipment, you don't have any training, you're not suited for it, then what are you going to do? What, what, what use are you in that? And so do you want to give the example of a responsible patriarch to your sons or do you want to show them be dependent wait for other people to protect you to save you do you need the tools or do you need to be waiting for somebody else so where would you recommend a novice like me um start with armor so it's going to depend on budget and purpose and i think one of the best things to do um is, is frankly to buy something that will allow you, if you absolutely needed armor for some sort of action that were in the near future, to be able to access it and to make it so it could last there if you don't have a lot of money, right? And so you go, steel lasts for 20 years on the shelf. You can put it in a trunk and let it get beat up or whatever. And you just, you get that steel is going to be affordable and it's going to last a long time. And so it's also something where if you're in an incident and it gets shot, it's going to be able to go through a lot more shots. It's mm-hmm. going to be able to survive. There's lots of awesome videos on YouTube of people shooting our steel armor. Just, you know, just look it up, you know, just, okay. just go watch that. Go watch people huh. shooting it for a while. Yeah. You know, they'll say, Hey, there's this thing. This wasn't designed to stop. It'll go right through. Okay, great. You know, here's this thing that was designed to stop. We shot it. It was supposed to stop six. It stopped, you know, 30 or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to, you're going to see all mm-hmm. sorts of neat stuff. We're the most broadly tested, widely tested body armor in the world because people have been shooting at it online for almost a decade. Your wow. armor, your yes, armor. Ours. Have you, What's have you been, have you tested it out? Well, yeah, he just told you. No, yeah. no, no. Have you worn it and tested it out? Oh, that kind of thing. I mean, I mean, you aren't only do the not CEO. Do that, but you're also a client. <laughs> Gabe, stay out the legal department. What's the website? Because right now people are like, I want some for Christmas. Ar- armoredrepublic.com or ar500.com. Um, either one will get you there. Do you guys have sales going on right now? That we do. Really- we have we have sales going on. Uh, they are aggressive uh-huh. sales, and there is some some good stuff that's available. Uh, we have some really neat packages. You'd asked about what do you start with? If you want to get yourself a basic package have a plate carrier have some steel plates and that will get you in you can start training that the fact that steel and ceramic are heavier helps to make it so you can actually do that with training and you know it provides yeah. some value there if you have some more money and you're looking you say i want something i could last in for a long time uh get the polyethylene and if you're concerned about just pistol rounds just get get you know get the get the, uh, the kevlar get the the textile armor and that's going to stop you know 95 percent of gun crimes in the united states are with so- are, are with pistols Yes. Right, okay. but yeah. if you're worried about resisting tyranny, tyrants tend to use rifles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the things that I'm seeing on the street are more now, accurate. 
The things that I'm seeing on the street now aren't just pistols anymore running around. I'm just a little more concerned about, I mean, come on, let's be honest. I, I appreciate the AR-15. It's a great model, mm-hmm. uh, and people are going more that way. I want to be able to at least stop something that's two two three five five six. 308 is not something that's average out there on the street that most people don't have, but if it starts to get serious, I still want to be able to stop three. Right. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So I'm, I'm kind of like... I like what I'm wearing right now. You um, look good. Well, that I can't help that you, part, but this ma- this makes it a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> it a lot better. You know, I was thinking. Do you think, from what you've seen um, on the the news lately, kind of things have been crazy this last 2020, 2021. Are, do you think that this is becoming more and more a necessity to have in, in someone's home an arsenal, the way that the you know things are going? I would have never thought five years ago. I need some uh, body seriously. Armor. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Yeah, food, water, you know, firearms, ammunition. Right and and you need protection. Right, yeah. Yeah, I just never thought. That, I'm just seeing. This is one of the only problems I had with Kyle Rittenhouse. Is like, where's your body armor at? That was my only thing. Is like, if you're going to be out there and you think, well, you wasn't need, he wearing a vest? I don't think so. He said he had some. I think he said he had some in his car. Yeah. Okay. It was doing a great job out there <laughs> in his car. In a vehicle. Well, I, I, and I think that's the thing is there's there's a certain degree to which we need to normalize things, right? You think about a lot of times people they've they've been showing up for demonstrations and they bring firearms partly to show, look, I'm an armed citizen and I'm peaceful, yeah. right? Yes. right. Yes. And so uh, I think tactical gear, the normalization of tactical gear, is a normalization of readiness and preparedness. Mm-hmm. And so one of my objectives is to make sure that three percent of the country, three percent of the free men in this country, are armed with body armor wow. because three percent is that number that's you know that's the historic that mythos the Minutemen? Oh, right right about about the Minutemen and being able to, to come and to be able to resist the British break, break so, down yeah break down the Minutemen because I don't think a lot of people I mean I'm not going to assume that people historically understand what the Minutemen are right so you think about this idea of the local the man who's responsible for defending his local community and it's not about can I wage a campaign a, a war you know on my own can I march forever it's do I have uh, my own equipment, and do I have a local organization, a local community where we can gather together to deal with an emergency and to be ready to deal with problems that arise and to be able to respond very quickly? Um, and so being able to respond quickly when there's a need and having the equipment, having the training, uh, but not not necessarily the idea that you could operate for a really long period of time, yeah. but the idea that you can respond. And we don't need you know, a, a, free, a free country of citizen soldiers who are able to defend their homes is a body that doesn't have to always be active because it can respond fast. And so that ability to respond quickly eliminates the need for extensive government overreach. If we want liberty, we have to advocate for less government and more individual responsibility. That's right. That means making emergencies not the purview of the government, but the purview of the household Mm. and the church having responsibility for charity to help its members and thinking about the individual and being prepared, being trained, having the equipment that you need. And so body armor is one of those essential pieces, and it's the thing that will keep you alive. And one of the other big things is people say, I want armor over everything, right? You go, how do, well, what if I get shot in the face? You know, you go, okay. How do you expect to be able to move around if everything is covered? The goal is to cover the vital organs mm. and to be able to survive if you get hit someplace else right. so that you can get medical treatment. And that's why you know, basic first aid, learning about tourniquets, th- these are the kinds of training things that people need to care about. But getting the equipment, getting the basic, getting a firearm and getting body armor, those are the essential elements to be able to be effective on the field. And then you figure out how can I get... Uh, training and other equipment along the way. You start somewhere, you take a, a few steps, and you start getting better. You start getting more prepared, mm-hmm. and you try to find other people who are going to do that with you. Mm-hmm. And as you build that out, you're going to be more ready to be uh, 
a more free country. And so I, I think that that kind of local responsibility and being a part of your community, you know, I've heard you guys emphasize a lot the importance of community. Mm. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. AR500armor.com. That's okay. So I'm on there. I'm amazed right now at how affordable these backpacks are. Like Thank so, you. so I have it's I have I spend I like backpacks, and so like I he say, but, he likes stickers, he likes backpacks, he likes hats, he likes swag. I mean, like and he likes armor. body armor, and um, and now body armor is a new kick. The the, the how <laughs> look, affordable look these are right now for for the I mean this is a I pay more for this for a backpack, you know like the Oakley backpacks are more expensive than these, right? You know, and so right. and these can save my life, right. Right, That's, this is amazing. I this like really that good. orange one. So if it is, you know, uh, one one of the things I was asked you earlier, and I want to talk about is right now. There's no question that all of our government institutions are failing us. Our families are right. failing us. The church government is failing us. Our civil magistrate is failing us. And then individual responsibility is going out the window. That's gone. And with the failure of these institutions, I look at the Constitution, and if we don't have the kind of people who can <laughs> read first of all and then understand what the constitution is doing we've lost our society which means okay i'm i'm don't think it's going to be gone we have to build it back but which, as you look at the the lay of the land right now if we have to rebuild our society because it's collapsing do you think we have the people and the, the know-how to actually read to do that again in a way that could be better than what we have now i think the short answer is no but i also think people are waking up i think you said a lot that of so quick. no okay okay it's good no. Right. no 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 i mean we i don't expect looking around at the general population right now for us to make a better country than was made you know uh with, with the founding of the country when, when we declared independence in 1776 the declaration of independence written then is very different from the declaration of independence written now mm. right yeah. and and so what what are we likely to do if 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 we if we rebuild if we rebuild we either are going to have people take responsibility and learn a lot, or we're going to end up with some sort of a authoritarian awfulness, mm -hmm. frankly. And so, so <laughs> I, what we're getting right now. Right, right. Yeah. But I think it's going to be just you know, the same thing in different garb, right? So look at what happened in Russia with the Russian Revolution, right? You had an awful government replaced by an awful, with an awful government. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so, you know, that, just removing an awful government does not guarantee anything, right? right? So. Exactly right. So if we, if we look at the idea of rebuilding, what do we need to do to rebuild? Well, the first thing is get wisdom, right? The principal thing is get wisdom, yeah, right? Yeah. So listen to the Proverbs series. Um, but we need, to, we need to go through that, and we need to go through the process of getting biblical wisdom. We need to govern ourselves well, have our souls be well-ordered. We need to train, and we need to make sure that we're providing to take care of our own bodies. And we do that in the household. We do that, and we help to raise prophet, priest, kings. Right. Mm. And so we, we are preparing because we need to be able to work together in the household. You know, if you think you're going to be able to organize some sort of body of men and you can't get your sons to respect you and to listen to you and to work, to be prophets, yeah. priests and kings, right. you're not going to be able to do it, at least mm. not in a profitable way. Right. Okay. Right. You're preaching now. Come on now. Right. So well, you are a pastor, so okay. I'm not surprised. <laughs> so that, that idea of, of, of being concerned for organizing one's own life and soul and being able to, to have that wisdom to organize the house. And then to be able to build the estate by starting businesses, being entrepreneurial, having a Christian business where you refuse to comply with unjust orders like yeah, vaccine. Oh, and so uh, and then from there, <laughs> figuring out how to get your churches in good order. Right. And making sure that there is an actual concern to preach the whole counsel of God. You know, Dave, can I pause you right there? So one of the things that I'm learning is that everybody and there's a lot of people, especially conservatives, that love everything you just said and don't understand that institution that you just talked about the church why is the church so important in some of the in this conversation well just like 
uh, a man of the house helps to provide a covering for his household where the children can be raised, right? Where the wife can actually be a woman and to be able to help to order the home and to not be afraid about, you know, what's going to happen. I mean, right. One of the things is men don't provide in their homes and women step in, they fill the void. Yeah. They turn into men. They they don't, they don't do the Mm -hmm. job. And so, 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 but if you're doing that, what is then, what's the next level of cover? Are you, are you always going to be right? Are you always going to do the right thing? Or is, or is it possible you might be a tyrant in your own home sometimes? Is it possible that there's, there's things you need to learn? Is it possible that wisdom wasn't born with you and it won't die with you? you know, and so what are you going to do to get other men around you that speak into your life and to make it so that you have people who are able to help you along the way and to provide a covering? What if something happens to you? Who, who do you want speaking into your kids' lives if something happens to you? Who do you want making sure that your wife is taken care of yeah. if something happens to you? Right. And besides that, you we are blind to our own blindness. How much do we need other people speaking wisdom into our lives to help us to grow and be better? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if you're exercising by yourself, how far are you going to go to push yourself you know, versus with somebody else? Mm-hmm. Right. And so the spiritual life discipline uh, pushing in that way mm-hmm. and the desire to go beyond just, yeah, my house is in order. Now what? Do you want to see transformation of society? Then the truth has transformative effect. It sets men free. It eliminates tyranny. It overthrows the darkness. And so you need to see the truth proclaimed, and you need to work with other people to do that. And so the organization of the church is the pillar and ground of the truth. It upholds the truth for the world to see. Mm, that's and good. so you want to that's work good. on that with other people. You can't do it by yourself. That's you know, good. It strikes me that as you're talking, the, the man who thinks he has his act together and maybe he does in certain respects and taking care of his family and so forth, who doesn't believe that he needs to be in submission to a local body of elders, who's not a member of a local church, thinks he can do it on his own. It's functionally saying that if something happens to him, he'd be fine with the state taking care of his family. Oof. Yeah. And that's what you're functionally yeah. saying. Cause if, so right. if something happens to you, wh- what's, where's the safety net for you? Well, you're like, basically it's not the church. It's not going to be the church. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, maybe somebody say, well, it'll be my extended family, but nevertheless, like you can't always count on that. And, and so that's what the church is, 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 is that, um, that covenant community that's there yes. as the backstop and as a check to you, as you noted, because, because you can't see the, ba- the back of your own head sometimes. And you need that kind of accountability. The other thing I want to underline is the thing that you said uh, previously, which is um, all of these places where you're exercising self-government and family government and church government, that's where you're practicing that ordered liberty that you're talking about. Right. And and Jesus says that he was faithful in little, be faithful in much. And you really can't, I don't think we can, um, we can say that too much. Um, it's, it's just um, a fact that if you can't, um, if you can't run your home well, then you're certainly not qualified to be an elder or a pastor. Yeah. If you can't run the church well, you're, I mean, it's like you, you, who are you going to be to help organize a city, right? Much less a state or a county, much less a country. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like that just, and I think there's, there's a kind of weird conservative, um, I don't know, 1950s, you know, yay institutions in a weird kind of way that sort of idolizes institutions. Um, but I think there is an a inescapable um, institutionalism like you have to, you have to love, honor, and work within, and learn how to work within um, institutions. Right, family being uh, central, church being central, but businesses, as you note, be, being a, a successful entrepreneur, um, uh, you know, working on boards, schools, 
colleges. I mean, these kind, these are the these are the things that make a culture, mm, and right. it's hard work. I mean, I serve on boards, and it's like not my favorite thing in the world to spend right, all day right. in a board meeting. Right. Um. And you know, and they get you know, sometimes things can get politicized. Things can get kind of gnarly. You're working with people. You got politics. You got you know bylaws and all the things. But here's the here's the deal. Um. This is these are um, the ways that God has in, has instituted order in the world. Yeah, and it and it can be and they can become behemoths. They can become tyrannical. Um, the tails can wag dogs, and that's bad, evil, and good men need to lean against it. But nevertheless, um, you can't just be your just this rogue, you know, GI Joe guy. You know, if, if you actually yeah, believe in ordered liberty, then work it out. Right. Work it out in your family, right. work that's it right. out in your church, work it out on the school board, work it out in community. That's right. Um, you have to do it that way. And yes, yeah, it's going to be hard. And that doesn't mean become a bureaucrat. That doesn't mean, you know, become uh, someone who's enslaved to stupid rules. God's rule is over it all. And, and, if, and if his word trumps it, then, you know, that we should be free to do that. Uh, but I think working in those um, avenues is, is, it's hard work. Yeah, and, and you mentioned, Toby, you said, you know, these are, this is culture. This is how culture is made, right? right. Culture is philosophy externalized. It's religion right. externalized, right? right? It's, it's a system of belief, and it's, you, you, you create artifacts. And these artifacts, when we, when we make them well, right, you make something, and it's really awesome product. It can last and be passed down across right. generations. Right. When you do that with a government or a constitution, a set of laws, an order, an institution, right? It's, it's, it's this long shadow that can, yeah. that can provide shade for people to right. rest under while they can build more. Right. Yeah. And, and so this, this thing, we look at these institutions and we're trying to get past one generation. Yeah. We were talking at lunch uh, today so and, and, um, I, I mentioned, um, the fact that I'm, I'm reading, uh, uh, William F. Buckley Jr.'s book, uh, Up From Liberalism, written, written in 1959. Um, and it's just like this, I, you know, I mentioned it to you. Yeah. I, I, I was telling the guys at lunch today, but it's like this page after page where he's saying, like, here's how liberalism runs its plays. And, um, and you're like, they're still doing it. He's writing in 1959, and he could have been writing this year. Yeah, wow. the, the names wow. are different. The, the, play, the, the public policies are different. The numbers are different. It's exact same play. And, um, and it's, and, and you, and you feel, I mean, on the one hand, you're like, oh, it's the exact same play, nothing new. And on the other hand, you're like, oh my goodness, it's the exact they're same running the same play and we're still getting our heinies whooped. That says nothing yeah. about them, but a lot about us. It does. And, <laughs> and, and what, and what you said, David, which I really appreciated was because, and, and that, that basically we have had no multi-generational vision. Um, we, we, you know, sort of conservatism, if, you know, if, if, uh, if Buckley and Russell Kirk and others like him that were you know, part of this sort of conservative resurgence in the 20th century, National Review and so on, you know, and, and thank God for all the good they did. Nevertheless, it's like, so, but you saw this play. And why are we still getting our heinies whooped? Why, why, why is it that our kids, yeah, like, right. I'm just hearing about this right now. I grew up in the eighties yeah. with Ronald Reagan and I thought communism was, was killed. And it turns out it didn't go away. Like here we are, and you know Bernie Sanders is an open socialist, and you know people are actually running now openly as communists. And he's gotten more popular. Yeah, right. It, it's it's crazy, but I think it goes back to the point that we've not been faithful with these little institutions. We've not been faithful um, with our families. We've not been faithful in churches. We've not been faithful in having a multi generational view, aiming at okay, my grandkids are going to take the city gates. My great grandkids right. are going to take this, um, and setting them up to do that giving them the tools of liberty.
One of the things I like to talk about with the idea of tools of liberty is they're not only things that you can use in extremists, right? Like you don't just, in the scenario where you need body armor, body right. armor isn't only useful then, body armor and a sidearm, right? And body armor and a rifle, right? Those are things that give you courage. And we were just talking about this mm. before the show. Yeah. Right, Knox, you were saying you know, this idea that when you have a firearm and you're carrying it on a regular basis, it changes the way you look at a room, the way you look at the world, mm. the responsibility you take, that you all of a sudden you go, if something bad happens here, I'm responsible for everybody here. I am concerned about the well being of the people here and I'm trying to think about danger and it makes you into a sheepdog that's what you yeah, said yeah yeah you know I want to ask you right now with with body armor I don't think you know you don't have to sign at least at this point you don't have to have a background check to get it right right, <laughs> right? right. which praise uh, God as of the airing of this program right. <laughs> um, and so there's not a whole lot of legal stipulations at this point on on how to get it but what are some of the political things that you have to deal with that we should probably be know that we should probably know about and that we don't know that you have to go through yeah, so there's some lo local governments sometimes that try to outlaw it. So like in Connecticut, for example, after one of the school shootings, there was an outlawing of body armor, mm. which I'm sure has prevented all sorts of school shootings. <laughs> uh, but so right. that, that wow. law, so, right. we, you know, so you, you end up with these, these local governments to try to do something like that. But the other thing is, you know, the federal government likes to get its hands on everything. Yeah. And not, not everything everything right <laughs> and so i hear the, that this yep. this uh they they what they have done is they have what's called you know the nij the national institute of justice and they have this standard for body armor and the standard for body armor comes around certifications and trying to do things for for things to be made for uh you know government purchasers and my my general impression of regulations and certifications is meh because <laughs> the problem with them is what they do is they just say this thing that you made, could you make it that way forever? And if you want to make any improvements, could you just pay tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars before you do that? To get checked so off again. Let's, yeah, let's make it really hard to improve the product. And yeah. so, right. you know, so I'm a big advocate of the fact that technology uh, goes down in price over time. Right. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and so yeah. what we should do, as opposed to certifying things and having things be highly regulated, is you just want to have the ability for the competition of the free market to move. Now, it's worked pretty well with computer chips. Yep. And yeah. everything else that That's we right. ever do, ever. Yeah. Right. That's right. <laughs> but whenever the federal government wants to come in and put a certification process in place, you should just scream, pull out your hair, drop to your knees, and so, no, we will never get an improvement again. Yeah. It's right. well, and, and, do, I yeah. mean, shouldn't the standard not be the federal government, but the fact that it stops a bullet? Right. Well, and who do you <laughs> have? Right. It stops a bullet. Well, and that's my standard, not the federal government. <laughs> and and the only person that you have to convince of that is is the buyer. Me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So we're, we're the principal. Is for you know, there's like 80 companies that sell body armor in America. Okay. Like really, we we, we we are the we are the we are the the biggest one in selling to the consumer. The other ones that are bigger than us, they sell to governments. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So their whole, they want to cast shade on the idea of consumer purchasing a body armor at all. <laughs> right. Wow. Right? Right. And, and they yeah. also want to try to suggest that if you're not doing certifications, that you're somehow getting worse. You know, we're able to put out body armor. We're growing. Our goal is to provide free men with tools of liberty. Yeah. And I think that you get those tools into people's hands. They get some courage. They're able to know that they can say no more easily. And mm. what it does is it provides that pushback. So community tools, training, you know, confidence and competence, right? Yes. So you can say no. And so we, we give people the truth, we give people training, we give people tools. And if yeah. we can do that and help them to organize, and that's one of the reasons the church is so important, going back to earlier, yeah. if we get people to organize and be in bodies of men that are brave and that share the same truths, then we can see dramatic reformation. And so 
I, I view self-defense tools as in that category of pushing to reformation. You know? It's funny, you know, I was thinking about this earlier this week, and then I'm going to give you the last word because people just need to go on the site right now, ar500armor.com, buy something. <laughs> so I don't care what it, buy a whole bunch of something for Christmas. And buy your man something really nice, you know, one of these. <laughs> and if you, if you don't want one of these, take him before the elders because he's buy, a sin. Okay, <laughs> Buy the gift of courage. <laughs> That's right. I like that. That's a great. But one of the things that I was thinking about is not living by lies means you have to understand what it means to have a backbone and say the words no. Right. Hey, not everybody likes that term. And, and beginning with yourself. Oh, oh, yeah. Right. So self do not sin. Self government. Right. You want to have a, a godly government. That's right. Show us how. That's right. Right. Rule yeah. your own that's self. Right, Toby. Rightly. Tell yourself no. Tell right. sin no. Kill sin. Right. And that's that's where it starts. Live right. not by that's lies. Right. Have that courage and and begin there. And if you begin there, you will have the backbone you need to lead your family and telling them no. Mm. We're not going that way. We're following Jesus. We're walking in the light. We're going to walk in freedom. And then you, you, that that spills out. But it has to begin with, with you. you. Self government. Absolutely. David, you got the last words. I, uh, it's been an honor to be here. I love to be around men who also understand ordered liberty, and I hope that uh, we can continue to see a rise in ordered liberty under the kingship of Christ in our country in a visibly speedy way. Why, why? For for the month of December, his uh, uh, campaign marketing campaign is no king but Christ. No king, Come on, but, no, Come no on. king, how, no how king you, but Christ. How are you not gonna buy <laughs> body armor from a company? That says no king but Christ. That's awesome. in, the arm, in the armored republic, there is no king but Christ. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh, man, there's so much to say. David, thank you for supporting us. Yeah, Go support man. the people who really support us. This, yeah. is a, this is lovely. Thank you for the armor. I appreciate it, brother. And very grateful Fantastic, for you. Fantastic, man. Mm. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until Sunday, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go buy you some body armor. No go king fight, but Christ. Laugh and feast. This is cross politic. This feels good. I've been wearing this the whole show. I'm going to put mine on. I'm going to try mine on, too. Everybody should have some of this. You know what I'm saying? American colleges have become more hostile to the faith of young Christians than the beaches of Normandy were to the Allies. Literally. Undergraduate training wasn't always a death trap of unbelief. Once, colleges were boot camps for body, mind, and soul. Now, most college students spend their days in tax-funded adult daycares with all the intellectual rigor of lazy rivers, safe spaces, and complimentary condoms. And in our recent COVID faux-pocalypse, those daycares became prisons almost overnight. Cover your face, line up for your shot, stay in your room, but don't worry, the condoms were still complimentary. At New St. Andrews, you are not on vacation. You are not in daycare, and you won't be herded into a dorm. From week one, you'll be treated like an adult. You're responsible for paying your own rent and developing your own grocery budget. Or going hungry. Get a shot, or don't. Mask up, or don't. Most of our students even work part-time jobs on top of the 40-hour class workload. It's part of the anti-fragile hustle and grind that distinguishes our graduates from the majority of their own generation, and that employers and graduate schools love. Most college graduates in the U.S. are stuck paying off loans for years. New St. Andrews sets you up to graduate debt-free and dangerous, ready to pursue grad school, a family, or business opportunities in the real world without any reliance on pork subsidies from Mother America and with no weepy need for safe spaces. 
The real world isn't a cushy place. No one owes you success. You were entitled to exactly jack squat in this life. But rich or poor, unlike your face or your freedom, your job or your business, an education and the ability to think clearly can never be taken from you as long as you are still above ground. Not by petty tyrants or cowardly clergy, not by thoughtless mobs or lab coat megalomaniacs. At New St. Andrews College, you'll learn from teachers whose ideas equipped men and women to build Western civilization in the first place, and which will be used again to defend and rebuild what has been lost as the West has faltered into decay, losing her faith and her mind. Yes, most of our best teachers are dead, but our classical Christian liberal arts education is how we've been graduating thoughtful, articulate outlaws and leaders with spines for the last quarter century. The intellectual and theological bedrock beneath the Judeo-Christian West is what you'll study, engage with, write about, and own. It is what you will debate in class and present in public as you learn to live like forbidden fire, surrounded by the darkness of unbelief, manifesting God's truth, goodness, and beauty to all who live around you. Training like this can't happen over Zoom. At New St. Andrews, we believe whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but a companion of real or virtual fools will suffer harm. Your peers shouldn't be your spiritual leaders. You should have a real flesh and blood in-person church for that. NSA is in the heart of downtown Moscow, Idaho, where you will witness men and women building Christendom on every corner. Where else are you going to be able to break bread in your professors' homes, debate great literature with them while their kids are playing, sing psalms while being arrested with them, catch turtles with them? No one comes to NSA to get lost in the crowd. You might be able to hide in a graduating class of thousands, but our classes are better measured in dozens. You will grow in this program or you will tap out. And when you finish, you'll be ready for life in whatever moments and scenes and struggles God may have prepared for you. We are training students who worship and march and study and fellowship and sing and write and start businesses and raise kids that no one can mask, cancel or bury. We follow the King of Kings who knew the way through the mob and out of the grave. We fight to rebuild Christendom in the ruins, in our families, and in our businesses, in the cities where we live, in the countries where we go, in the congregations where we worship. Your mom may worry that Moscow, Idaho is many miles from home. She should worry more about how spiritually distant even a nearby godless campus is. After four years in a Christian community like ours, you will grow much closer to your family. Don't stay distant. Click the link today to schedule a visit to New St. Andrews College.